Welcome to the Game Pass Guru Podcast, where we're like a video game rental service, except you don't have to return us after a few days. Don't worry, we won't charge you any late fees if you fall asleep mid-episode. Now here are your hosts, Sebastian Mulden and Roger Riker. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to the third episode of the Game Pass Guru Podcast, the premier podcast that dives into the library of Xbox Game Pass games and lets you know which ones you should definitely check out. I'm one of your hosts, Sebastian Malden, and joining me always, as always, is my co-host, the co-pilot, the absolute best player in the world. Whoa, my... whoa, 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 whoa. Time out, time out. That's... No, don't say that. People are going to have expectations. <laughs> no, no, don't I... say that. Man, I have to boost you up like you're about to go into a heavyweight fight here. You got to let the announcer do his job here. So, so in this corner, the the Marcus Phoenix to my coal train. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. The main guy in Portal to the, the sidekick in Portal for me. <laughs> <laughs> he is Mr. Podcast himself. He is. Roger. Roger, how are you doing today? Oh man. Every every time I love your intros because I think every episode we're gonna do, it's gonna be like bigger and bigger to the point where it's like, he's the only guy that you can like really rely on to beat a game. It's and I'm like, no, no, don't say these things. Oh man, you you figured out the formula because I'm just I gonna did. get bigger and I bigger know, and bigger I and know. bigger. Yeah, I know to the point where it's gonna be like the president of video games is gonna be like my title. Uh, I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You figured out my game early because, like, my goal was to make you like the Chuck Norris of video games. You know? <laughs> yes. Oh, that is the best. I love that. I love that so much. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to be uh, doing the show with you, uh, uh, Sebastian. You were on Gamerheads this week, last week now, like when you're listening to this. Uh, so thank you for joining me on that and it's fun it's always fun to do podcasts with you i love the fact that we podcast together so thank you man i really enjoy that no need to thank me man it's my pleasure to do all these kind of podcasts with you it's fun it's fresh and you know like i kind of get to be as goofy as i want to be and you kind of <laughs> reel me back in so i, I really enjoy the dynamic here uh, i think i think you reel me in but uh <laughs> or, or, or we actually are complement of each other like we both are goofy so uh yeah fun yeah for sure for sure so roger you know like we have a topic of the show but before we get into the topic of the show i want to hear about it what have you been playing lately oh uh so really i mean there's one game that i've been playing a lot of that i can't i mean i can talk about but it's it's not on game pass obviously so i won't talk about the game i have been playing though the game that you assigned to me oh and you suck at parking okay so give me your thoughts I suck at parking. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I oh, bet. That, it is a big hurdle to overcome, isn't it? It's, it's so there's a lot of things I really like about this game. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that like it's because you said this last week, too. You're like, I know you're going to be playing a really heavy game. That's going to suck your suck you in. So this is why I'm going to give you this game because it is really bite sized pieces, right? Like you can play this game in short little chunks. Um, so I like that. I also like the fact that um, it is challenging, like super, like even the first level, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is super challenging. I love the fact that there's leaderboards in this game that you can uh, 
see how you rank globally and then versus your friends as well. And by the way, we have to add each other as friends because I didn't oh, see yeah. you. Um, so I was like, oh, I just realized Sebastian and I are not friends on Xbox. Like we probably should be. Um, but that was pretty cool. And I, and, and I mean, there was a couple times where I beat my friends on Xbox on some of those scores. Uh, first of all, I didn't realize none of that they actually played it, but they were, it was there. Uh, and then secondly, like the the world scores are insane. Man, these people are talented. Absolutely I, insanely talented at this game. It's crazy. I was like, oh, man, how can I? Like, there was one level, like, you had to do this jump, and then there was, like, exploding walls. And you had to kind of jump over the exploding walls. And I was, like, really proud of my score. And I was like, oh, man, like, I'm sure I did well. And nope. Nope. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's insane, no. some of these scores. The one thing I didn't understand about this game that I because I, I, I was digging into it and I was just started with the campaign and I didn't go anything beyond that. But it looks like there is like a a, a, a season pass to this game as well. I see. I didn't know about the season pass aspect. I just strictly was like on the campaign and trying to kind of like get all uh, as many stars as I possibly could on each one of the campaign like objectives. Yeah. So it looks like it looks that's why I was doing it too, right? But it looks like there is there is like some kind of season pass where you can play you can play online multiplayer or co-op or a competitive and there is like the season pass which gets you unlock certain things and I th- I don't know if it's a paid season pass. This is the part that I wasn't quite sure. I think it is cuz there is um in-game currency you can spot you can buy with real money. Um but I wonder if because being a game pass member because it said you're already part of the premium uh, season pass, and I didn't buy anything. So I wondered if that didn't unlock just being a Game Pass player. I had to dig into that a little bit more. I didn't I didn't dig into that because really I was focused on the campaign aspect. Um, but that was an interesting... And it was interesting when I was playing it. For, uh, one of my co-hosts on, on the Gamerheads, he played this game too, and he mentioned how there was a season pass and I forgot about that until I started playing it. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's a season pass. This is very strange. Um, and he, even he was, I was like, I'm not quite sure how this works. Like, it's kind of weird. But <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so, yeah, I I, I think I'm going to play more of this. Um, but it's it's uh, it's challenging for sure. And it seems like it should be a simple game. But wow, it is. It is. Ch- and if you stop, you park like that's it. Like that's your. Yeah, that's it. That's all that's she wrote. Yeah. And that that's kind of why I thought you'd like it, because it kind of has like a, a little bit of an arcade kind of feel. Yeah, to it. yeah, yeah. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of um, What the Gulf a little bit. Exactly. That's exactly kind of the, the vibe I got from it as well. And I really enjoy that aspect. It's a creative yeah. kind of like combination of, of like, I guess you could say golf and almost like, um, you know, kind of like horseshoes where you're trying to see how close you can get to the actual marker itself. Yes, yes. It kind of feels like a lot of like, games that we played growing up and they kind of like video gamed it and added a crazy taxi element to it and i really enjoyed the mixture of all those things yeah and then what was cool about that was like i actually got a couple perfect scores um and that made my um overall rank higher even though i my my speed wasn't as fast or my time wasn't as fast because i got the perfect score it like boosted me up on the, the leaderboard which is interesting i thought too so that is really cool. So overall, you you really good impressions like from the the little you played of it so far. Yeah, I mean, like I only played like the first world, right? That I haven't played beyond that in the campaign. Um, but I did like it. I will say, like the tutorial, like I was a little frustrated with the tutorial because uh, I was struggling with it for a little bit. 
Uh, and then I got through it. And then the first world, like right away, it jumped. It just throws you into like kind of a difficult situation. Um, and I, I got a little frustrated. But once I got the controls down, I was like, OK, I, I get this now. But uh, it is challenging. And like there's no like, oh, here's a simple puzzle for you. Like they they challenge you right away. Oh, they really do. And, you know, like I almost thought like this type of game would have like a rewind function. To yeah, where, like, right. Or maybe like an easy mode with a rerun function, but no. <laughs> yeah, I was looking for the easy mode. <laughs> yeah, it is very much no. They throw you into the deep yes. end, and what you see is what you get, and what whatever score you've earned, you really earned it. Because and they, you have to redo that whole little thing, that whole little like level or map all over again if you if you kind of mess up. But I mean, thankfully, it plays really well on the Xbox Series S and S. Yeah, yeah very it, well, it really does. Um. Yeah, and I got to play the cloud version, which is also very fun, right? So, like, the fact that a lot of the games on Game Pass do have a cloud version uh, allows me to try games like this, and, and, like, if I like it and I want to continue with it, maybe I'll download it, but just playing the cloud version is fine, too, so. It, it has a nice little feel with the cloud version, too, because there's no, like, at least if you have solid internet, there's no, like, lag there. Yeah. It's, yeah. like, it's seamless as well, and this is, like, it's not graphic heavy enough to where like you really feel the difference of like, oh, this is very much 1080p. Well, no, it's like you don't care. You really don't with this type of game. Yes, exactly. Like that's one thing I will say. Like my internet's good. Like it's good. Like I I paid for a good internet for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say like that is one thing that has always and we talked a little bit about this last week, but the fact that the cloud, how how good it is like is amazing to me uh and i know like this is like really like part of it i feel like microsoft is also like they're building this all on azure as well so like i feel like this is like a win-win for them right because like it's a little bit of testing of like how much azure can actually do for them and then they can sell that to you know businesses and say hey we got a cloud this is like how powerful it is right so it's a win-win for microsoft because they can use this as a test for their own like architecture you know for like the cloud-based uh anything any cloud-based but yeah it works really well i'm loving what they're doing with like all these like third-party cloud partnerships there especially with like the bringing a lot of these games straight to xbox cloud gaming because like a lot of these games fit they just fit so well with the cloud gaming ecosystem and like we were talking about a second ago it's like you a lot of them especially in the indie level aren't like visually demanding to the to the fact that where you feel like you really just miss out on that the graphic the graphic fidelity that you'll get like downloading a game natively so it's it's very interesting uh, like how much xbox is like pushing the the cloud market forward yeah agreed did i lose you yeah no i'm still here okay good <laughs> it's like, oh no, did you get cut off? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um what about you? What have you been playing? Oh man, um I've been playing a lot of the mixtures of uh, probably the same game you and the rest of the world have been playing with um, <laughs> you know, with the biggest game in the world as of this recording, but I've been playing that. I've been playing um on the Xbox side of, of the fence, you know, like been playing a lot of mixtures of a lot of cool things such as like um dredge is another one i, I mentioned like i think oh, last yeah. recording i've been playing a little bit of that death so or good, treat such a good game 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Is Death Retreat? That's not on Game Pass, right? You're no, you're, no. You're reviewing that, it though, right? Yeah, I'm reviewing it, and it's really fun. It's a really fun roguelike game. It deserves to be on Game Pass, though. This game will live and thrive on Game Pass in a way that, like, in a way that you know those indie games where you're like, man, if this was on Game Pass, this yeah. would probably just it would move that needle for this game immensely. And that's one of those I, I feel like it, it belongs on Game Pass. And then there's like a game that um I've been playing on Xbox as well that should be on Game Pass. Like this game, especially when Hades got removed from Game Pass, like I know a lot of people were crying about that and rightfully so because Hades is a masterpiece. But like there's a game called Doomed Doomed to Hell. And oh, is, I've never heard of this. Oh, it is a twin stick shooter version of Hades. To the oh, team. interesting. Yeah. So like you basically um, with one analog stick, you're aiming with another one, you're moving around and you have like all these random like weapons, very similar to Hades that you can kind of choose from after each and every level is completed. But it's a very much a bullet hell game and, instead of Hades, which is kind of like a almost like a strategic hack and slash in a way. Mm. It, it, but it's like that that just slight change in genres and the way that like you pick out at the end, instead of picking out God power, you pick out kind of like your next gun or your next sword and to go into battle or your next like power up, just like kind of like Hades has those like, Oh, special ability kind of power ups. It's very much in that same vein. And this game would live and breathe and thrive on game pass, especially in a market where we kind of missing something like Hades on game pass. But yeah, yeah. very fun, very fun um, indie game. Nice. Yeah. You know, in the other I mean, you mentioned Dredge. I also would love to see Dredge on Game Pass because while I think I mean, it's certainly getting their critical acclaim it deserves. I think that it would get way more people playing the game as well and just seeing like how brilliant that game is if it was on Game Pass. Oh, I agree 100 percent. Like I I look at that game and I'm like, not an, this is strikes me as a game that is going to be very good critically, but not enough people are actually going to be able to actually check it out or really get in front of it. Because like I in a year that's so packed with like these AAA blockbusters yeah. that are hitting and, and that are $70, it's like it's kind of harder for a lot of people to justify paying the 20 to 30 dollars on an indie game when they also have these big meaty jrpgs and rpgs out there that are just yeah. hitting it out of the park yeah uh what was the game i gave you last week i don't know <laughs> oh you forgot roger I roger did. roger i did i did i forgot what i had for breakfast this morning <laughs> so. i think i'm a guess it was cereal you seem, uh, me, it it was, seemed like a cereal kind. You know, it would it would have been, uh, except I didn't have any. It was all gone. The kids ate all the cereals. I had oatmeal, which is kind uh, of right. It's it's cereal esque. So yeah, it's a cereal for adults. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Well, not the way I make it. There's like maple syrup and brown sugar in my oatmeal, <laughs> so it's it tastes like a sugary cereal for sure. Okay, uh, so the game yeah. you gave me um, last week, and I played a and I played a fair amount of it. It's Homestead Arcadia. Oh yeah, that's right. Arcana, that's right. That's yeah, right. yeah, and I like it, but not love it. I okay. I like aspects of it. It's the it. I'm also you know the game we were kind of hinting at earlier is Tears of the Kingdom. Like yeah, yeah it yeah. has some Tears of the Kingdom elements in this form of like you have to craft a lot in this game. Yeah, like you have to yeah. craft and kind of raise. I mean. You also have to raise like plants and different things like that. So it feels it's not enough of a palate cleanser enough to like really differentiate. And this is my fault in the way I'm playing like these two games at the same time. But like it's so close to like, oh, I'm playing Tears of the Kingdom, which has like 
it lives and breathes based on its crafting system, based yeah. on the way you interact with the world. And then I go to play in this game and I'm like, oh, it's kind of another crafting game, except you also have a farming mechanic. And it, while it has an interesting story and an interesting premise, it's not enough of a palate cleanser to where I'm like, oh, man, I'm just 100 percent enjoying this experience. And that's my fault. Yeah. Like, I well. I think if this game, if I was playing this game, like maybe like a year ago, like maybe I would have been like, oh, I really like this, like this smaller indie experience that also has like a cool kind of um magic kind of story behind it with like the way like there's a toxic um a toxic like mist in the air you kind of have to figure out the mystery of like how it got there and how how to basically um clear that out and there's a like a missing ant kind of situation there with this game as well that's kind of intriguing so i'm like i like aspects of this game a lot i don't want to sound too negative on it but like I, I feel like, uh, you know, like it's almost too close to Tears of the Kingdom and yeah. almost too similar in a way that I, I didn't quite fall in love with it. Yeah. No, and I don't think that's wrong for you to like compare and contrast the two because like that, I think that's that's like the world that we live in, right? And mm -hmm. if you're going to go there with a crafting mechanic, like you're going to be going against other games that uh, also do that. And, you know, it's really challenge that's, that's a challenge to set yourself apart like when you're making a game uh to say like how you, similar but then also how unique those uh mechanics are uh, and if you don't hit you and if you feel like oh man this this other game like hit the nail on the head with uh with with how they did the crafting um i think that's fair i think that's a fair assessment of the the, the two games right um was there combat in this game? So I, I think I mentioned this last week when I was at PAX uh, East, uh, I got a chance to try this game as a demo and there was no, there was no combat in the game at that point. It was in, and from my understanding, there was going to be combat, but there wasn't at the time when I was playing it. Is there combat I, in this game? I ran, I've, I think I did about four hours, four to five hours into this game so far. And I haven't ran into any combat experiences. Okay. I did run into experiences where I got beat up, but like, okay. uh, but I had no way of actually like fighting back at that point, at that point okay. in time. So if like what you like during packs, from my understanding, like a lot of the demos they get, they like let you play is a lot of like, the core gameplay of yeah. how a game functions so i doubt that there's actually any real meaty combat in this game okay. i don't think that's the appeal here so yeah you know, it's, it's interesting. interesting yeah 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 really yeah. yeah i i i was gonna say um it did have like a western feel to it though didn't it yeah it it does it has like a western feel but it also has like a um it has like traces of anime kind of feel to oh, it neat. as well like you know, like the kind of the way the story vibes, but like it also kind of has like it almost reminds me of like Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, the show makes <laughs> yeah. like an anime, yeah. you know, kind of yes. in a weird way. So like it is it it's a amalgamation of like a lot of different like really cool elements that sometimes fit really well together. And it sometimes feels like a little disjointed compared mm -hmm. like from what they're what they set out to do. But like I like a lot of aspects about this game. I like the fact that you can kind of like you do kind of have a crafting system that seems like it's trying to set itself apart. It's just that it kind of like fails in some regards of like, it's a little tedious to have to like go from one plant, click into that plant and then decide yeah. like five things to do with that plant. And then yeah. I have to go to the next plant and do the same exact thing. 
Whereas I think that's just that might just also be a reflection of me as a gamer to where I don't necessarily enjoy that tedious repetition versus like a lot of other people who may have played games like Stardew Valley and Harvestella and such like that to like where like you do have to raise crops and you do kind of have to tend to them one after another. Yeah. Did, Did you play with the controller on this one? I, I yeah I I play every game with the controller if I can okay. help it. Okay. Well, I was just wondering, like, did you feel like because when you were saying like it feels like you have to click into this and click into this and click into this, and I played it on PC when I played it at at PAX, and mm-hmm. it felt very much like a mouse. Because uh, I felt the same. Experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, did you feel like the 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 controller uh, controls or the, the how that system was built, the functionality of the controller was that was that intuitive or did it feel like it was like a second add-on thought i mean now that you mentioned it like now that you kind of explained how you originally played it i can easily see this being a second add-on thought but like yeah i you know the way you move around and everything like that outside of like outside of the management system feels like a game that would fit right at home on a controller it's just i think maybe it's just the nature of the game itself because i can almost see like you clicking into every single thing um, as far as like every single plant or every single like cauldron or, or different things like that. I can see that being tedious on PC as well. It's just, I don't know if it's the nature of the game and the way like they design this game systems or if it is like, like you said, in fact, the like maybe this game doesn't play the best on a controller, but I don't know. It's, it's something about like, that repet like the repetitious elements to me mm. to it that kind of throws it off as well yeah and it's interesting because i think like the the what, how you said like there's like um a lot of clicking in the menus like when you said that instantly i was like oh this i, I remembered that and i was like oh yeah that's what makes it feels like more of like a pc game because mm-hmm. a pc that's normal right you click in a bunch of menus click a bunch of things but like, in a, I don't know, like a console game using controller, it's just it feels clunkier when you do it that way. Yeah, you know, like the crazy thing is, it's like it, it almost could feel like and here's a here's like a shout out to Tears of the Kingdom on this one, like a game that I haven't been super high on. It's like Tears of the Kingdom has micro menus that yeah. you can kind of pull up using the, yeah. the the pads and such like the D pad. And this game could probably could have probably used that micro like that micro menu system in order to have like these shortcuts in order to kind of like, Oh, well I need to water this plant. Maybe I have like a shortcut, like on the D pad to where like I walk up to a plant. I can even easily just hit the right, the right like directional button on the B pad. And then that's my watering each and every plant on that row. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Interesting. It just seems like, you know, this game seems like a lot of like really cool ideas that have like, I don't know, like the testing of them could have been a little or like the gameplay ness of them could have been a little more streamlined and like player friendly. But I, I think like I like that a game like this exists, like it's creative. It's something that I haven't I can't name another comp that's exactly like this game, to be honest. It has like, of course, it has elements of a lot of games throughout throughout all of gaming history. But I can't name like, oh, this game is just like this, you know, like yeah. it has. So I, I enjoy that they're trying something new that they're trying to make a different spin on on like a lot of different genres here i just don't necessarily know for me personally if they knocked it out of the park and and actually had a strong enough introduction and a strong enough introduction in the first like four to six hours 
enough to where it entices you to want to overcome some of those like tedious hurdles. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Uh, are you going to go back to it? Do you think, or you think you're pretty much done with it? I think I'm, I think I'm done with this one. I think, okay. I think we are so blessed in, and, and to live in an era to where there's a lot of different games. And unfortunately, like with everything that's out right now and like how many games I'm probably reviewing at this moment, I'm, I'm kind of like a little shot on time enough. And I don't, I don't think this type of gamers, this is the type of game that I'm going to add to my backlog. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I agree. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, not every game is going to connect with us either. Right. So that's, what's yeah, fun sure. about game pass too. Is like, and it's such a wor- fun thing that the world that we live in is just how many different games there are out there right now. And just because the game doesn't connect with you, doesn't mean it doesn't connect with somebody else, but how awesome is it? We were just talking about this, uh, the other last night on the Gamerheads show, right? Like how fun it is that we live in a world where there's just so many options right now. Like that wasn't the case growing up for us. Like I just, I'd love that. Yeah, for sure. And and listeners, I do want to say it like this, like I, this game wasn't a Sebastian game, but like yeah. if you're, if you're a gamer who loves like, uh wants more of a cozy experience that likes games that have a, a strong crafting system. If you like games where you can tend to plants, where you can kind of like, learn about it like environments or if you just like you know games that feature like cute witches and and like cute like witch like characters like a there's a cute cat in this game and such like that that yeah, you can actually yeah. pet by the way so i'm like yeah if you will if you're one of those gamers that wants to pet animals i'm like this game is for you like this wasn't a sebastian game but if you're listening and you like a cozy experience that features crafting and such like that definitely go check this one out you might find a lot of enjoyment with this one yeah, it's funny about the cat is that that was uh, one of the things I got was like a little cat pin. Yeah, uh, of that character, um, which is cool, right? Like, um, yeah, I loved I, th- there was one the one place. I mean, I think there's other places they're doing, but this is the one place that I, f- I felt like, oh, they're really handing out a lot of pins based on characters in their games. They had a wrestle quest pin as well. I know that it's the publisher that's providing all this stuff, but mm-hmm. it was cool. It was neat that skybound games was giving out little pins for all those games. So I love the, I love the, like the solid variety of like different kind of games. Yeah. They're, they're accumulating over there. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, all right. Well, should we get into our topic this week? Yes. Let's go with the topic of the show. So the topic of the show for, for this week, Roger is, I, it's it's an interesting one because like this one is kind of getting in, getting into our like Xbox Game Pass history as well. So I want to talk about the Xbox Game Pass games that have impressed us over the years. Mm. I want to start with you, Roger. Is there one in particular game that you would think of off the top of your head immediately that you're like, oh, this is the game that like far and few like stood out and really impressed me in, on Game Pass? So, um it's not so much that it's like technically an amazing game or like, whoa, I can't believe like how amazing this game is. But what has impressed me about this game is the fact that it came to game pass. Uh, and that is MLB, this show. Uh, oh, the fact that if you're playing this game on a PlayStation, you are buying this game, but you can play for free on game pass. It blows my mind. That is so crazy to me. That is just insane. Uh, and and the fact that you get all this stuff as being a Game Pass member, you get like free packs, you get like uh, back of cards. Like that, that's like the 
like you, you can build your own team, right? And you have uh, baseball cards. That's how you build your mm-hmm. team with with baseball cards you collect. Have you played the show at all? Yeah, for sure, for okay, sure. Okay, I especially okay. play this year's version. Okay, um, I have not played this year's version, but that's also what's impressive to me is that last year was the first year they did this. I'm like, it's probably gonna be a one done thing, right? They're not gonna bring next year's out. It was just like, look how cool this is. Nope, they brought out this year's too. That boggles my mind. I just. It's so crazy. I never in the world did I ever think that a PlayStation first uh, party game, first party <laughs> game would come to Xbox and be free on the Game Pass. Whereas if you are playing on PlayStation, unless I totally missed it, I could be because I do have a subscription over there. Um, but maybe no, I just missed it's it. It's still $70. I OK, believe, that's yeah. what I thought, too. I think you're buying it over there. That boggles my mind. That just blows my mind. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it is very interesting and almost like the weirdest situation ever. Um, yeah, yeah you would think like as soon as it drops on Xbox Game Pass, it should just be on PlayStation Plus, at least pre premium and extra guaranteed. If That's crazy, yeah, I I'm astonished that it's not. But like game, like MLB the Show this year is is I think probably one of the best. I. I would probably say like showcased um, sports games this year where Mm. you kind of like can go through historical points in in like the lineage of the sport, because like one of the things they did really well with this year's version is that they added like the historical Negro League Mm. and you can actually play through like different pioneers of that league and the way they influenced baseball as a whole. And like and it has like a documentary kind of style to where you can kind of like you can get educated on their background as well as like play some of the key moments in like key historical moments of their career. So I'm like, I awesome, you know, it's a, it's amazing. And I, I, you know, like as a guy who loves representation and gaming, like that was a really cool thing that they didn't necessarily have to do that. They absolutely nailed it out of the park with. So yeah, I want to give, I want to give them their kudos with that. Cause that it's a, it's a very fun mode, but it's also like really, really a cool historical, like, mode in this game as well yeah that's awesome i didn't know that i, I had to i had to play this years i i haven't yet it keeps taunting me it's <laughs> like you know because it's like every time i log into my xbox it's like oh look at some of these uh, rewards you get you get a box of cards and i'm like yeah i know i had to i had to play it and um my friend phil uh loves the show uh and he was just ecstatic when it was announced i was coming to game uh to game pass because uh, he's an Xbox player, too. He's like an Xbox gamer. And mm-hmm. he was just like, oh, my gosh, this is so amazing. It is crazy. It is crazy um, that it came to Game Pass and it still continues to come to Game Pass. I just that's that blows my mind. And it's amazing. What about you? Yeah, um, I want to shout out um, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Is it on Game Pass? Yeah, that is an amazing, uh, you know, like I played it primarily like I played it originally on Game Pass and I I loved I loved the game, first of all. And then I also love the fact that a lot of people got exposure into this game, which didn't necessarily like from my understanding, I don't think it sold extremely well, like when it initially dropped. So it's one of those games to where I think like it really did well on Game Pass and it allowed like a lot of people to actually like jump into jump into that game and really get to experience this unique take on the guardians of the galaxy 
And I'll, I'll, let me make sure that it's still on here because it might not be anymore. But like, that's okay. If it's not, it's fine, right? Because yeah. like, it's like it's like there will be times we're going to be talking about games that they're not on Game Pass anymore. If you listen to an old episode, um, but the fact that it did come to Game Pass, I didn't realize it, which makes me like really angry with myself because I bought the game um, <laughs> on, on Xbox too, right? Like, um, uh, but I do think like because of Marvel, like. Um, the game what was what was it called? Was it just called Marvel Superheroes or something like that? Which um, one are you talking about? Avengers? Yeah, the Avengers one. Yeah, you're right. It was called Marvel Avengers, right? Um, that did not do well. No, no. And no. I think that a lot of people like had a bad taste in their mouth from that. And I wonder if that didn't because Guardians of the Galaxy followed up pretty closely to Avengers, Marvel Avengers, right? So. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, it, it, it's a little different. Like, um, yeah, yeah, for they, sure. Like, gameplay yeah. is different. Yeah, and I believe they're not. I don't think they're set in the same like universe or anything like that. But like, yeah, it is. It's a very interesting, like, also like twist on what we expected from Marvel. Like, because a lot of people were down on that game after the events of Avengers and such like that. And Guardians of the Galaxy came out and very much, you know, won a lot of people over with its. New like the nuanced way to where like they paid homage to the comic book lineage of a lot of these characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was and and the gameplay was really fun. It was just really well, really well done game. And you're right, like I don't think enough people played that game. But if you know the fact that it came to Game Pass, I would hope helped with its popularity. So or at least exposure. Yeah, yeah. Another one I want to shout out is like Age of Empires, um, especially oh. Age of Empires Two, the definitive edition that's kind of, that came on Game Pass recently. It's a really fun time, especially if you're into that genre, the like the RTS kind of like um, the RTS kind of games and such like that. If you are like me and you really like diving into the games of those genres every once in a while, like that one's a really fun experience and it plays really well on both like PC and natively like series s and x like it plays very well on both like hmm. the controller i play that game with a controller a controller primarily and it's like it's it feels like a game that was made for a controller and that's a really really impressive thing considering it was made for um it was made for like yeah pc primarily yeah. so yeah yeah that that one's a fun one i want to shout out as well nice uh cool yeah i have not played that uh Again, another game that taunts me every time I go into my. <laughs> game are you an pass. RTS player? Uh, like, are you a strategy yeah, type of player? I do. I do like. I do like. I mean, I enjoyed uh, Warcraft, and I did enjoy Starfield. Like, or yeah, Starfield. Starfield. Starfield's coming out this year. No, not Starfield. What was the other one? Uh, Warcraft and Star something. I can't um, think of it. What was the other RTS game that? Um, um Starcraft. Starcraft. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, Starcraft, uh, boy, I'm old. Forget all the stars. stars. All <laughs> the stars. All the stars are there. Yeah. Uh, I like both of those games a lot. And um, and I do like, uh, I do like Civilization. Uh, some of the, the, the new one, though, like I just couldn't get into. I don't know why, but I had to give it another go. But uh, but I saw Age of Empires. And I'm like, oh, I should I should play that game. So. Yeah, definitely something that I need to add. Ooh, I cannot. I I think it'd be embarrassing right now if I told you how many hours I put into Civ <laughs> five and six. But really, oh my goodness, yeah, those are 
those cooked me in ways that I never expected in life. And mm. I, I can play those games legitimately for a whole like day. Like I can spend, I can spend a good 12 hours playing Civ. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have to try it. I have to try age vampires too. So, uh, any other games that you, that you were impressed with? Man, um, yeah, Xbox Game Pass is constantly impressive. Um, the fact that even right now you can play Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I think is the best, like, in my opinion, mm. is the best Assassin's Creed game of all time. But, like, I also didn't necessarily love the stealth um, Assassin's Creed games, but, like, I love the RPG ones. And, yeah. like, you can play Assassin's Creed Origins, which is, like, the original, like, the very first um, RPG version of the of the trilogy between Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla. And then you can play Valhalla, like Odyssey as well on Game Pass right now, and it's like meaty. That thing is a a hundred oh, yeah. hour RPG if you oh, if you let goodness. it be. It is. I know. That game's a so lot. good. It is a lot. It is a lot. And I there's some really fun moments, like how you said, like you can be stealthy or not, mm-hmm. and like there is like really fun moments where I there was a there was a quest I needed to sneak into an area and kill uh, a certain person that was surrounded by bodyguards, and I jumped off the top got the guy that I was supposed to assassinate the guy. The guards were like, what the heck just happened? I jumped off that. Like he was like on like a, like a wall, like a Mm -hmm. city wall. As he was walking by, I jumped down, killed him, jumped off the city wall onto my horse and took off running before anybody knew actually what hit them. It was so epic. It was so amazing. It was like, not on purpose either. (laughs) That was the best (laughs) part, but it made it look like I knew what I was doing, but Oh man, it was so cool i love i love uh odyssey odyssey is such a great great game uh, origins is good too but odyssey just really is just i like odyssey out of those three i like odyssey the most I, I i'm right there with you i do like the new one too it's good but odyssey is the best you know like i i'm i'm like mini i want to see you kind of what they do next with the assassin's creed franchise because it's not my primary like oh my goodness i can't wait for the assassin's creed games but i'm always intrigued when they come out like Mm -hmm. i'm uh, especially with if they have the open world rpg like version of them but i know they're kind of leaning back and forth between the two now i think like i think they're kind of alternating where one is like the the one that's supposed to be in like the samurai kind of era like that one's supposed to be i think the open world one and then like they have a witch like one like with the the witch era of like society that's mm. supposed to be like classic Assassin's Creed coming out again. So like, I, I think that's really cool that they're kind of like, they kind of can have their cake and eat it too and give a, a variety of fans different Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. Yeah. I heard, I thought, wasn't there a rumor or are they working on it where it was going to be the Assassin's Creed MMO kind of thing? Yeah. I think that one's also in development. So I think there's yeah. three mainline ones in development. Well, I think like, they're supposed to be having what Ubisoft showcase not too too far in the future, mm. and I think we'll get a lot more of those answers for sure. But yeah, um, yeah, it's interesting. I'm I'm kind of curious on what they're going to do like going forward. Um, I also kind of am scared that we're kind of hitting a oversaturation point of Assassin's Creed <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's as I say, I felt like that happened with um, uh. Uh, I can't think of the names. It was like the, the they had like a prime. Uh, Is it Ubisoft? Yes, it was Ubisoft. It was um. Oh, what was Watch the Dogs? game? No, 
No, I feel like they could do more with watchdogs. Oh, I think they should stop. <laughs> really? I mean, I think the premise of some of the things they were trying to do in the second game. Far Cry. Pretty, Far Cry is the thing I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Far Cry, I feel like they just, that game could stop, if you ask me. <laughs> like I'm right there with you with both, though. I think Ubisoft <laughs> needs a clean slate at this point. Like, yeah. I think they just need to just either uh, like i think they need to come back with splinter cell and then wipe the slate clean with everything else they worked on <laughs> I, I you know i i will say with naughty or with um Ruby. i said uh, naughty dog no yeah I, didn't, I almost said naughty dog what was the uh what was the other one that was um uh oh god my i can't think of what, what was the first one you mentioned not not far cry about the other uh watchdogs watchdogs oh my gosh what is wrong with me it's been a long week uh with watchdogs i liked what they did with the second one i did like this idea that um that you could take over like you could not take over but like you would have different people on your in your group that uh could play different roles and and they really did try to play into this ai like some of the cool things that were happening like this always boggles my mind too and they did this with um assassin creed games but like when you come across an event that's happening amongst characters like npcs like just on the road like they're being arrested or whatever the case is, right? Like that's happening in front of you. And it's like, would that event have happened if I wasn't there? Like, it's weird. It's a weird thought. Like, you know, what triggered that event? Was it just like at a certain time, if these two characters, no matter what happens in the world program wise, if they run into each other, like this events will happen. And if a character sees it or not, that's up to you. I don't know how that's programmed. But it, it boggles my mind. They do the same thing. This is so weird to me. They do the same thing with like Assassin's Creed. Uh, in Odyssey, there was a moment where uh, a kid was, maybe it was uh, Origins, one of the two, maybe it was Origins because I think it was Egyptian, but there was a kid that was like trapped in a cave and he had to go save them. And then the, and then you tell him, you, got, you have to go home. And he's like, okay. And he takes off running. And I'm like, I'm going to follow you to make sure you go home. And I followed him. And sure enough, he went home and he had this whole conversation with his parents. Like this whole conversation would not That's have fun. happened mm-hmm. if I didn't if I didn't follow him. I mean, it would have happened, but I wouldn't have been there to observe it. Like that would have happened. It's so weird to me. That is so bizarre. I love that though. That that feels like a lived-in world. Yes. Or, yeah, I love that's that. That's the crazy thing. Like, that's what I love about that's what I loved about watchdogs is what they were trying to do was build this world where like it feels alive, like that there's things that are happening. Like even like you could you can interfere and try to stop it, or you could just be like, This just is happening, right? And I know that sometimes it's like certain events are gonna happen more than once, like, oh, this person's getting arrested again. But like there are moments that it's just not that, but like that character model's getting arrested again, right? Like you start seeing the same character models, you start seeing the same interactions, and that does and then it kind of breaks this whole world feels alive. Right, because mm-hmm. um, it's like, oh, that character looks like just like this other character, and that same thing happened, and well, that's weird. Um, but I, I really, and they, it, it, the other thing I'll, I'll say, like, this isn't Ubisoft, but this the, um, uh, the, um, the Middle Earth games, the the Mordor, oh, Shadow games. of Mordor, yeah, and yeah, and what they were trying to do with the orcs, right? Where it's like how whatever happens with your interaction with them will change like their, their trajectory into like what they're, how they're going to handle future things with you. Mm -hmm. Like that's crazy. That's so amazing. I love that so much. I want to see more of that kind of stuff. Anyway, I digress. 
Assassin's Creed is amazing. <laughs> the end. <laughs> the end. And I, like I fix watchdogs. Yeah. <laughs> you, so you want more of watchdogs because well, I, I just want I want to see them fix it. I want to see them yeah. to do like like expand that more. Like 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 I feel like they they had these really grand ideas mm-hmm. and like especially the second one and it just didn't come to fruition like I think it should have, right? Like uh because a lot of the like it was cool like oh you can have this grandma on your team and you're like oh wow that's amazing like and then it's like oh but there's like 15 different you can have 15 different grandmas on your team like like they all look the same like it's not unique anymore mm-hmm. by the way that was watch Dogs three oh, was that three that oh was God. three um oh two God. was the one with um with like where you had a designated like main character and like designated crew and oh yeah okay, three okay, is okay. where they kind of gave you the ability to watch Dogs legion is the one you were yes about, legions can, legions yes, yeah yes, where yes. you can do, do almost pick anyone and everyone off the street to be yeah. a part of the squad yeah 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 so they i feel like okay so yeah, so that's three games, so maybe that is a lot. But but I do feel like <laughs> <laughs> they, they should they like I, they have to do something really unique and then also like sell it if they're gonna do that, right? Like really hit the target with that. So yeah, I'm I you know like I think they're in a really almost unique position to where like they've they haven't come out with like a game of the year contender or even like a extremely notable game but they've been doing well enough financial but not as well as they wanted to do so it's like this is like a rebuilding sports franchise to where like at this point you'd be like almost cleaning house and trying to figure out where Mm. do you like where is your new number one draft pick like who what's what is the franchise in gaming that's going to like lead you forward and right now it seems like they're doubling down tripling down and quadrupling down on 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 like assassin's creed being that franchise when especially with the announcement of all these ac games when when i don't necessarily know if the market is clamming for that because like i i do think we're we're about to hit the oversaturation point and i'd also like I'm scared that, you know, like they haven't necessarily built a whole lot of like characters that people care about in the AC universe in a storyline people can actually coherently follow. Because like yeah. a lot of us, like maybe Assassin's Creed, like super fans can follow what goes on in that story. But for the most part, the rest of us are like, oh, yeah. I am so sick of like going like going back and forth from the future to the past. Like, just let us live in the, in the yes, past, you know? 100%. 100%. That's, uh, I'm, I play, anytime it's like, you want to go back to the future? No, I just want to yeah. keep playing this. Don't, exactly. I don't want to go back and forth. Just let me play what I want to play here. Exactly. And I, you know, like, it's crazy because I would love, I would love, I love sci-fi. I would love for them to make a story that made me care about what was mm. going on in the present events. But, like, you, they haven't done that. And it's been, like, 12 games at this point. Yeah. 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 But I and they keep changing you. and they keep changing it too. So they really like, do. Yeah. I gotta ask you. So before we go though, because we're running yeah. out of time real yeah, quick. Yeah. What is your game recommendation for me this week? Yeah, good question. Uh so my game for you uh is is actually a pretty new game. Um re- relatively new, I should say. I think okay. it came out right around when um uh Redfall came out, and that's Ravenlock. Have you played it yet? I have not touched that one. Okay. It looks interesting though. So I think it is a roguelike. Oh. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's my pick for you. Um, I think that you'll... Uh, I think you'll like it. I, th- I hope you'll like it, because it's single player. Um... <laughs> 
I like how like, I didn't I didn't mean it bad. I was just saying, like you are a single, like you like the single player experience, right? Like oh yeah, that is you. Like that is right. So it's single player. <laughs> There's no multiplayer player. Don't worry, you don't play with friends. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> I don't have to interact with anyone. I'm on board. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, no, but it's my pick. I think I think um, I heard good things about it. I'm interested to hear what you have to say about it. I have not played it yet, but I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Okay, that's that's fun. That sounds intriguing. I like that. I like. What that. about you? What do okay, you Roger. For I'm kind of interested to see one game in particular, and it's a game you might have played before. If it is, like you can tell me, and I can switch it up. But I want to see if this game holds up well, and it's a game called Crimson Skies. Oh, okay. I Road to Revenge. And it is an original Xbox game that is currently on Game Pass right now. Okay. And I want to see if the retro side of you is going to enjoy this. And okay. if like if 2023 Roger is going to like this as much as like y- you back in when this game came out probably would have enjoyed it. I want to see what the like I want to see if you actually like more the retro side of of the Xbox Game Pass catalog, or if you probably want more modern day experiences. Okay, uh, I have not played it, so uh, I'm intrigued to give it a shot. So it's like it looks like a an airplane type shooting game. That's that? exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is an airplane shooting type game. Uh, yeah, no, I I'm excited to give it a shot and see what I what I think. So initial release date was October twenty first, twenty or two thousand three. Yeah. Wow. IGN gave it a nine point one out of ten at that point. So that makes me that makes me interested. I want to see if it actually holds up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will play it and I will let you know what I think next week. All right, let me. You know, I do not know if that's a a cloud game as well, so I'm apologize if it's not. That's okay. That's all right. I mean, I'll just have to delete some games off my. No, I'm just kidding. It's oh, fine. that's taboo. That <laughs> that's is taboo. A... That is taboo. Uh, cool. I'm a look. I'm looking forward to trying it. Uh, before we head out, Sebastian, how can people find you on social media? Well, you know, you can send me out um the back signal, so to speak, and I will come and call, come and run in and, and save the day. But no, like on social media, you can find me at Sebastian PNR on all on the Twitter and all your favorite social media platforms. And Roger, where can they find you on social media? Yeah, you can find us on or me on social media at uh, Nintendo Raj. Uh, and then you can hear this podcast uh, at GamerHeadsPodcast.com. Um, I think you also post it on your site too, right, Sebastian? Yeah, for sure. Um, so you can hear this podcast uh, on either of those two sites. Follow us, leave us a review. Uh, we did have a we did have a question this week. We should uh, end with a show with our question that we got, and uh, I will pull this up here for us. And I want to know what your thoughts are. So the question is: uh, Would you pay a bit more if Microsoft added shelves games that were completed and now on, and now only available on Game Pass? So the way I read that question was. Basically, games that you can't get uh, digitally—they're only—they're only available. They're only available like uh, hard copy, and uh, does and if they add those types of games to Game Pass, would you uh, would that con- would you consider buying uh, Game Pass because of that, or would you would that would that I guess make Game Pass more enticing to you? Honestly, no. I'm like you know like i don't really care if a game is shelved or not i my whole thing is like make a good game like Mm. make a make a strong nine out of ten game and you got my money like i i just want to see xbox come out and make something that's going to set the world on fire or at least 
you know, like be a be a game that people are going to be like, oh, this is a real game of the year contender, or at least like, you know, like a game of the year contender that's outside of Forza, because I know people are just probably yelling at me right now and saying Forza, Forza was IGN's game of the year last year. That is a racing game, sir. And, you know, like uh, as as good as that game is, and I think it's a phenomenal racing game, it's like racing games can only go so far in our industry. I'm sorry to break that to y'all. Mm. Um, yeah, this is an interesting question. I, I don't, I think, I think, I think for me, it might be yes. I'm not sure though. Like there's, hmm. I, yeah, I think this kind of even goes back to the question we had last week of like, what, what does Game Pass have to do to entice you to basically purchase it? Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, for me, like I, I don't know. I think, I think I'm not like, I think this is where you and I differ a little bit. Like you said this even last week, like, like I want to see on game pass, like hit after hit after hit, especially if it comes up from, from Xbox studios. And I'm, I'm more of like, I want to see more experiences and different experiences. And, and if it, in the reason I have game pass is not because I want to probably play an entire game. Although I could, it's probably more for me to be able to experience a wide variety of games. So I guess I'm going to say yes on this one. Yeah, I understand. I understand. I understand where you're coming from. I, it's like, you know, we'll talk about a bit more about this next week. It's just like game. I like if you compare Game Pass to um to Netflix, like mm-hmm. what is the big Netflix blockbusters uh, that you've yeah. been watching? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's a good question. Like, I don't uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I actually I don't. Well, I guess like Wednesday. I like I've been liking that show. That's only on Netflix. Okay. Imagine Wednesday equals Forza. So you got one. So so it, like. If we're counting it based on what it is, which is a streaming service. Yeah. Oh, so far they put out one blockbuster, which is Wednesday, a.k.a. Forza. What's your next hit? Uh, On Netflix? Yeah, on Netflix. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't really. I don't know what I don't. That's a really good point. I don't. Why do I have Netflix? Now you're making me question why I have Netflix. I don't so, know. <laughs> so, so the same way you're feeling about that is the way some people feel about like Xbox's yeah. first party dilemma mm. with Game Pass. That's a good point. That's a good. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll let's talk about that more next week then. Too. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah. Well, listeners, thank you so much for giving a list, us a listen um, and uh, leave us a review. We want to hear what you have to say about the show. Sebastian, thank you much for, so much for joining me. Oh, man. Thank you so much for having me again. And, and listeners, thank you so much for listening to this episode, to this podcast. Leave us a review. Leave us a question if you like. You can send your questions to either one of us using the links in the description or just on the Twitter. So you can do that. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. I've been Sebastian. That's been Roger. And until next time, we're out. Peace. Bye.